So last week we uh, focused on the first four P's of the seven P's of presenting. So this week we're going to finish it off with the final three P's of the seven P's of presenting. PowerPoint, performance and practice. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. And now here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome everybody, this is episode 75 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and I'm here every week to share top tips and ideas to help you transform your sales, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. So in this week's episode, we're going to be focusing again on the seven P's of presenting. Now, if you listened to episode 74 last week, I would have talked you through the first four P's, which were purpose, which is why are you presenting, people, who your audience is going to be, make sure that therefore you put your presentation together for them and not yourself, preparation, all the logistics, checking out the venue, checking out the screen size, the microphones, the time you've got, who else is presenting, Who's going to introduce you? All that sort of stuff. And then planning, which is the three key parts of any good presentation. A really good start to your presentation, the middle bit, which is the key messages, and then the end bit, which is the summary. So if you've listened to that, this is the natural follow-on. So if you haven't listened to episode 74 and you're new to the podcast, then I would suggest maybe that you press the pause button on this episode, 75, Go back, download and listen to episode 74, and then come back and listen to episode 75. There we go. And if you are listening to the podcast and you like it and you're a regular listener, then please do leave a review. That would be absolutely fantastic. So somewhere on your podcast device, there will be a chance to press a button that says review and you can give a rating and a comment. Anything like that is always really good. And if you've got other business colleagues who you think would benefit from listening to the podcast, then please share it. That's how these podcasts work. This is a non-revenue stream podcast, so there's no advertising on it. I occasionally mention Voice Buddy because they do some work for me. So I'm going to mention them now. Why not? Voice Buddy are uh, they're a company based, Toby and Amy, based in London, and they help businesses like yours create great on-hold messages. When was the last time you listened to your on-hold message? You know, that bit that when your customer comes in and says, oh, I'll just put you on hold while I go and find Frank. Most people in the company never hear the on-hold music, so you don't realise how rubbish it can be. So is yours rubbish? Is it some squeaky, horrible music, or is it some out-of-date message? Well, Amy and Toby will transform that for you. So they're Voice Buddy. Look them up, voicebuddy.co.uk. You can find them there, and they'll do a terrific job for you. And it's Amy who does the uh, voiceover intros and outros to this this podcast, which is why I'm going to give them a plug. Right, so there we go. I said there was no advertising on this podcast. Well, that's not really advertising, is it? Right, so this is episode 75, and we're going to work on the final three Ps of um, the seven Ps of presenting. PowerPoint, whoa, you love that one, don't you? Performance, that's you out there delivering this, and practice, the thing that most people don't do. And it is really important to practice, but we'll, we'll come to that. Right, let's focus first of all on PowerPoint. Now, how many of you have suffered from death by PowerPoint? 
<laughs> you must have done it at some point. Everybody has, haven't they? You've been in the audience and someone's just churning out the presentation and the slides have got tons and tons of stuff on and you think, oh God, and they've got oh, slide after slide after slide. Here's a thought. Now, I reckon that death by PowerPoint is not caused by the number of slides, okay? I think death by PowerPoint is caused by the content of those slides. And to prove that point, I recently did a presentation workshop for a law firm. And I was using quite a lot of slides uh, to go through the presentation. And um, I can't remember how far we were into it, but I wanted to prove this point to them. So I said, okay, how many slides have I used so far during this workshop? And the answers varied from 25 up to about 38, I think, from memory. And actually, I'd used over 70. And they found that quite astonishing. And I've sort of carried out that random piece of research when I've delivered other presentation workshops. And everybody thinks I've used a lot less slides than I really have. So to my mind, that's sort of, that's part of the, my theory that death by a PowerPoint is not to do with the number of slides, it's to do with the content of those slides. So let's talk about how you can make your slides avoid killing your audience, basically. First rule, is every slide, every piece of content that you share with them, if you're going to use PowerPoint, needs to earn its place. And then second rule is keep the content of the slide to a bare minimum. So if you've got more than six words on your slide, then you have to say, right, why? Because why have you got so many words on the slide? So my rule of thumb is start with one word on your slide and work up from there. Now that's going to go against the grain for most of you, I know it is, because most of you will think you've got to put tons of words on your slides. Well, you don't have to. Remember, it's you that is delivering the presentation. It's not the screen. It's not PowerPoint. It's about you, okay? And that's really the key, key message that you need to take with you when you're doing presentations going forward. Here's a little phrase for you to remember. It's a prompt for your audience. It's not a script for yourself. And what I mean by that is that if you're talking to your audience during your presentation, which you clearly will be, and your audience thinks, oh, where, where are we with this presentation? They've just written something down or they've, you know, they've done something that has just momentarily lost their concentration. They can look at your screen and look at your slide and they'll know exactly where they are in the presentation. So it's a prompt, it's not a script. So we don't want, ladies and gentlemen, you writing your presentation in lovely flowing sentences. Because if you do that, you'll just read them and your audience will try and read them as well. So don't write in sentences. That's big thing about avoiding death by a PowerPoint. Don't use jargon and acronyms on your slides unless you are absolutely 100% sure that every single member of your audience will know what they mean. If you're not, don't use them. Cut that out as well. Images and diagrams. Use ones that are relevant and tell and help tell your story. I've seen lots of presentations with flashy diagrams and complicated stuff being put on there and images that are meant to be funny but aren't. Cut all that nonsense out. It's just clutter and again this is a big message you know if you're going to use slides you don't have to prove to the audience that you can use them in all sorts of fanciful ways all right so you know keep them out of it right videos don't use videos i don't think videos play a part in presentations unless 
A, you've got quite a long presentation to do, like you're delivering a workshop or something like that. But if you're delivering a 15, 10 minute presentation, then resist the temptation to show a video. And whatever you do, don't start your presentation by saying, well, ladies and gentlemen, to introduce my company, I'm going to show you our corporate video. Because it's the video you've got on your website. And it's okay, it's fine on your website. But are you, I think you'll be surprised how many people never play the video to the end. Right? That's number one. And secondly, no disrespect to video makers, but corporate videos are very predictable. There's some lovely shots of you of the product being made or the outside of your building or and then you know some drone photography of where you're based it's all very nice and all that but is it very interesting (laughs) or that's that might be controversial cut the videos out i do a workshop and i show a couple of videos in a workshop but that breaks it up but they might be an hour and a half into the workshop. So if you're doing a short presentation, anything less than 15 minutes, really question whether you need to use a video. Because while your audience are looking at a video, they, you know, they're, they've, getting, they've disengaged from you. And a presentation, you are the person. It's your presentation. Right, what else are you going to do? Avoid death by PowerPoint. Well, part of the content of slides that really annoys me is when people feel they have to put the marketing template on every single slide. And that, if you measure it, it takes about 20 to 25% of your slide is just the marketing template. Why do you need it? Will I have forgotten who you are between slides? <laughs> of course I won't. So this is where marketing departments design presentations and they're not the presenters. You're the presenter. You're delivering it for your audience. So ditch the template. You know, come on, ditch the marketing template. If you've got to have it on the front slide that sits there as you've been introduced to the audience, fair enough. I'll let you have that one. But don't keep replicating on every single slide. It's boring, you know, and it will cause death by PowerPoint. So what else do you need to do? Slide transitions are good. They can neatly uh, flow between slides and that can uh, reduce the perception of the amount of slides you've done. So think about using that. And then think about finally when, you know, do you need slides at all? Do you actually need slides? Why not ditch the slides? So here's five good reasons for ditching the slides. One, the presentation's about you, not the slides. Two, you've got no technology to worry about. Three, you're probably going to finish on time, I think, with props rather than slides, because, you know, slides, people elaborate, la-di-da-di-da. And number four, you will be memorable. Very often, if you're, especially if you're in an event, because if you go to an event, then chances are everyone's going to fire up their PowerPoint. They're all going to deliver very similar presentations. So don't use the slide. Just use some props. It's worked for me really, really well. I've got a, a my favourite one is I've got a, uh, an old suitcase, which I describe as being the 1970s version of PowerPoint. And I've got various props in there, which illustrate the points I'm making. And if I'm speaking at an event, you know, I, I, I do all sorts of events uh, because, you know, you've got to get out there and practice your speaking. Some of the events I speak at, they're not really geared up for, you know, PowerPoint and screens and all that because it might be a breakfast event. And there's only, you know, 20 people there and it's in a restauranty type place. They're not really geared up for screens and that. So find yourself a chance to do a presentation without slides. You'll be amazed how refreshing that can be. Right. So that's PowerPoint. Now, what about performance? performance well any presentation you've got to be engaging you've got to be educating and i think you've got to be entertaining so those are the three key things now there's quite a lot to performance i'll put some notes on the uh, on the trevor lee media website and the podcast section for you to pick up on when you're doing that presentation and you, you know it is a performance but 
just be the best of you. This is not turning you to, into an Oscar winner or someone you're not. So here's a few tips for that. Just think about being the best of you. Remember that you are a reflection of your organization. So you, that's why you need to, you know, you need to be, you know, you need to be engaged by your own presentation and deliver it really well. And two or three things that will work well for you are number one is using your voice. We've all got one. It is the most important part of your presentation delivery because it's very flexible. So you can talk quickly or you can talk slowly. And I always think talk slowly at the start of your presentation. Emphasize the key words. Use the power of the pause. Okay, that was about two seconds. But, you know, think about how comedians, they tell you a joke and then they pause at the, after they deliver the punchline. That's your signal to do something, laugh or boo or whatever it might be. So most presenters don't pause. They just rattle on and on and on and on. Use your voice. It can be very powerful. And the last thing you want is to listen to a presenter going, well, hello, everybody. I'm going to present to you today in this same monotone voice for the next 15 minutes. That's going to be very exciting for you, isn't it? <laughs> so you've all used those right so use your voice use your body language move around i you know i think you need to move around and gesticulate a bit and all that sort of stuff because you're passing your energy into your audience if you just stand there and do nothing now you can't pass that energy over to your audience and it really, you need to energize your audience to keep them on side keep them engaged for however long you're speaking for. Next part of uh, performance is, you know, if there is a microphone there, talking about voice, if there is a microphone there, then you need to use it. Uh, my rule of thumb is if you think you don't need a microphone, you probably do need a microphone. I mean, I've got quite a projective booming voice, but I would use a microphone wherever possible. But check it out. You will have known from last week's episode of the, of the podcast that I said, you know, check out what sort of microphone it is. So I'm not going to talk about that now. You know, you can download last week's podcast to, to find out about how to use microphones. Don't talk to the screen, okay? It's so tempting, but you're talking to your audience. Try and keep the screen well out the way. But, you know, position yourself. I always position myself slightly to the right of the screen. And then if I want the audience to focus on me uh, rather than the screen, I walk in front of the screen. You've just got to watch out. That doesn't, you know, sometimes you get events where they've got old fashioned projectors that sit on tables and beam at you. So you can't sometimes do that. But most of the time now, you can just walk in front of the screen. That works really, really well because then the audience are focused on you and not the screen itself. Um, notes, don't, please don't carry A4 notes with you. It looks so cumbersome. I think if you're carrying A4 notes, there's a danger your audience will think, well, A, you've done no preparation for this, which is, you know, bad because, you know, they've given their time to come and listen to you. Or secondly, you really don't have a clue what you're talking about, so you need A4 notes to help you. So I always use little postcard size notes. I've probably got one postcard for every seven slides or eight slides. And then alongside it, I've got one, two, or maybe three words just as a prompt for me to remind me what's coming up next, should I forget. We talked about taking questions previously in the in the last episode of the podcast, but that might be an important part of your presentation. So check in advance what the expectation is about uh, questions. And then if you do get asked questions, make sure that you answer them really well. And, you know, sometimes you might not know the answer. That can be an advantage to you. So during your delivery of the presentation, someone asks you a question you don't know the answer to, then say, I, I'm really sorry, I don't know the answer. But I tell you what, 
let's speak afterwards and give me your business card and I'll find out. That's a great lead because it gives you an opportunity to connect with that person in the audience again. So finally, in terms of performance, are you feeling nervous? Most, you know, a lot of people are nervous about presenting. But the thing to remember is, it isn't you. It isn't just you. It is everybody. Most people, you know, I feel a little bit nervous before I go on. And that's a good thing because you want the adrenaline flowing. You want to be excited. The challenge is, is having positive energy rather than negative energy. And the negative energy is what makes you think, oh, God, I don't want to do this. The positive energy is, right, come on, let's get out there and deliver this presentation. Come on, let's really look forward and enjoy it. <laughs> few little top tips before you go on just take a couple of deep breaths and you know maybe do a little bit of exercising you know, move your arms around and sort of I don't know go for you know stretch your legs something just to get you in the zone so to speak that's what that's what I would do have a glass of water handy just in case when you're presenting you dry up or you just need a couple of seconds to regather your thoughts I'm going to do that now and just so you can see how long it takes so I'm reaching for the glass mm. Have a little sip of water and I carry on and can feel quite seamless. So have that there. Clothes. Always a good idea to wear clothes when you're presenting. Oh, I mean, you, you can read. I mean, there's some nonsense out there about presenting, isn't there? And one of them you might find if you Google how to overcome nerves, it'll say some something stupid. <laughs> Imagine your audience are all naked. I mean, what? What is that all about? But I tell you what, you, you Google presentation techniques and you're, somebody out there has suggested that as a, oh, oh, what a load of nonsense. Anyway. So wear, <laughs> so wear clothes, but wear clothes that you feel good about, you know, yourself in. So wear your favourite clothes because that will help you be more, feel more confident and, and less nervous as well. And if you can, you know, you know enjoy, the, be positive, laugh a bit, smile at your audience, uh, enjoy the presentation if you can. And once you get into it, I think you will. The worst part about delivering a presentation if you're feeling nervous is the anticipation. And when I work with people on presentations and they say, oh, I'm feeling nervous, I'm feeling nervous, then there are two things. It's usually the build-up to actually presenting. And then when they do their presentation, because in the workshops I run, there's a lot of presentation practice, and I get all the who are waiting there go to be the coach. And so I usually, after the presentation's finished, the two or three minutes, I say to the person who's delivered it, so tell me what you think. And they often say, oh, I was really nervous. So I say, all right, hold that thought, turn to the coaches. So coaches, did you see that that person was nervous? No is usually the answer. And actually, that's one of the reasons why I don't film people when they're doing presentations. You can look up presentation training and people say, oh, yeah, we film you and we play it back to you. And I think, oh, Christ, surely the last thing you need when you're trying to learn how to do a presentation is the uh, having someone film you and then play it back to you and the rest of the audience. So if you come on one of my courses, I don't film because I don't think it's the right thing to do. I think it just makes it even worse if you're feeling nervous. So... So there we go. If you want a presentation training course that doesn't involve you being filmed, I'm your man. Right, that's it. That's uh, number six of the seven Ps performance. So finally, it's number seven, the one that people just don't do enough of, practice. Most people just don't practice. They just don't practice presentations. I can't believe it. You know, if you're, a world, if you're the world's number one golfer, before the tournament starts, you'll go out and practice, you know, on the putting green, the driving range, wherever it is. And you're the best golfer in the world. Now, no disrespect, but none of you listening to this are going to be the best presenter in the world, are you? You're not going to win the World Presentation Championships if such a thing <laughs> exists. 
But if you feel that you don't need to practice, then I think that's, that's not right. You do need to practice. But what we don't want you to do is practice so you're word perfect, because that will sound wooden and stilted. I'm not reading this from a script. I'm kind of making it up. Well, I'm not making it up as I go along. I've got my my notes to sell me what I want to cover, but I haven't got a script. And you shouldn't have a script either for your presentation. But what you should do is you should have a couple of maybe three run-throughs and you need to time them. And remember, I talked in the last episode about timing. Using 80% of your practice time is what you need to deliver the presentation in. If you've got a 20-minute presentation, practice deliver it in 16 minutes. The one bane of most presenters' lives and particularly organiser events is people who overrun presentations. And certainly the audience as well. If they're expecting a 20-minute presentation from you, and it's suddenly 22, 23, 25 minutes gone. You know, that's not great. So that's why, because you will add stuff when you deliver the presentation. So in practice, keep it to 80 or maximum 85% of the time that you've been allocated. That will make a big difference. And when you are practicing, try and replicate the conditions. So what I mean by that is if you're going to be standing up when you're delivering your presentation, stand up when you practice it. That's really important. And if you can, on the day, try and get there early, get your kit set up and just practice the first 20 seconds or so of your presentation. If you want to be word perfect at all, then just that first 20 seconds, just go through that a few times. Because once you've got past the first 20 seconds, you'll be in the zone, you'll be flowing and it'll all be great. So there we go. So there, there we go. So over the last two episodes, we've covered the seven P's of presenting. Now, I, you know, there are some notes on the website, Travel Media website, on the podcast page. So yeah, you can download those notes, and of course, you can get far more detail on all of these uh, through my online course. Details of which are on the website as well. Or indeed, if you want me to come out and work with you on a key presentation or you want me to work with your team and turn them into awesome presenters, then do get in touch. You can get hold of me on 07785 390717 or you can email me trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk. So, and if you are a regular subscriber, then, you know, do leave a review. That would be absolutely awesome. So that's it for this week's episode. I hope over the last two weeks, we're using the seven P's of presenting that I've given you some real insight and some help into what you need to do to help you, you know, deliver a great presentation and a great sales pitch because all these, the seven P's applies as very much to sales pitches as it does to presentations. Okay, so now next week's episode is going to be a special episode. It's number 76, but more importantly, it's going to go out on Monday, the 16th of September. And that will coincide with Trevor Lee Media, the business, starting day one of year eight. So it will be a celebration of seven years in business. So my plan is to share with you some of the top tips that I've picked up having been in business for seven years. And there are, I'd like to think there are good, some good ones in there. So whether you're just starting up in business, you might find that useful. If you've been in business for a long time, then you know, you'll find that probably uh, there'll be some stuff in there that hopefully you will find useful as well and reflect upon. So really looking forward to that. That'll be next week's episode. So there we go. So in the meantime, if a presenting opportunity comes your way, then you know, do make the most of it. Right, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk.
or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.